Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, uh, and we're looking back at a weekend of sport. Uh, Darcy comes in every afternoon and talks about that. Uh, this is an up-and-down weekend. Uh, it turns out ice cream does make you happy after all. And we, I think, didn't we all... I think we were all agreed that it did. So I'm glad that that's turned out to be the case. Uh, and Marcus just leaves early. Strange stuff happens at this time of year. Uh, but before, this is it's groundbreaking radio, so hang around for that at the end of the pod. But at the beginning of the pod, uh, National's policy to uh, find cyclists who don't use the cycleways. So I will probably end up biking to work next year because it makes sense. I'm only a few k's away. It's just that little bit too far to walk, but it's the perfect, perfect distance to bike. And I will be using the cycle lanes that have been built there. And that will put me at odds with cyclists who are blatting along, trying to get their heart rates up and trying to go as fast as they possibly can. They are two completely different creatures, commuters and cyclists who cycle for exercise. I think National has given us a gift, the golden gift of a great talkback topic, but I think they're, they're having a laugh, seriously. I mean, there are fines already for cyclists who go through red lights. When was the last time you saw a cyclist pulled over and, and given a fine for going through a red light? It doesn't happen. We just tut to ourselves and make those faces in the car as we watch the cyclists go through the red lights. It is pointless bringing in a law that is not used. It's pointless and silly, and they're buying a fight with cyclists, which I think will cost them more votes than picking a fight with the gangs. Okay, interesting. So is, is Kerry one of these arrogant, rabid cyclists that everybody was complaining about yesterday in the wake of this news? Or is she actually in the majority of people who think that National are just concentrating on Stupid little issues that don't really affect that many people. They are not going to win it by coming down hard on cyclists and demanding new laws uh, to force cyclists to stay in dedicated lanes. This is Chris Bishop yesterday. He's got a point. I'll give you that. And uh, he knows it'll push buttons. But is it really the big transport issue in New Zealand right now? I don't think so. Uh, To me, the big transport issue in this country right now is how the heck we are going to connect Northport up with the rest of the country. And I'll explain. If you saw the Herald at the weekend, right, you'll have seen pictures of the new motorway, uh, which is being built between Puhoy and Walkworth. And it'll be fantastic. It's a fabulous drive. But it's still two years away. And from the time the preferred route came out, that was in 2012, it will be nearly a decade to actually get the first car on that flipping road. And, and that is only 20% of the distance between the end of the existing motorway and Northport, which is actually nearer Ruakaka than it is Whangarei. But anyway, planning for the next bit as far as Wellsford is only in the early stages. So that's another 10 years away. And that still leaves another 80 k's to go. Right now, it's all flipping single track. So Mr. Bishop going on about cycle lanes... I think is another example of the Nats uh, basically barking at parking, passing cars and getting it wrong in opposition. Well, there you go. Sorry, National. Um, you've got that one wrong, apparently, according to 
Kerry McIver and Tim Dow, who's uh, standing in for Kate Hawksby this week. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that time of year where people do start uh, standing in for other people. Andrew Dickens uh, standing in for uh, Heather this week, which means somebody has to stand in for him. And that somebody was Tim Beveridge. I've got a sport. Let's put that a different oh, way. I attempt to make you laugh and see if I can pop your stitches. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> we I, had hernia, I had a hernia operation on Friday and it hurts to laugh. So this is the, this is the moment we dread. Oh, no, I'm good. It's recovering very That's well. That's good. I'm glad. I'm sorry. I'll be very serious. No, it's good. No. You know. Where you go? Paint. I, just, you, I never grew up. Do your best. Do your oh, best. No, Where you go? I'm I mean, that mullet, if I, can, if, I can, if I can get through the interview without sniggering at the mullet, then we're fine. It's very fluffy today. Yeah, I, Carl had a wash. Yeah, Carl is your mullet, isn't yeah. it? And yeah, and I had a wash with some new shampoo and fluffed it up, so it's really got nice. some go at the moment. It's less threatening than usual. Yeah, I think so. Mm. It'll but be a little better we, when we I dye about... red, yellow and, and orange so it looks like flames. Now, we should talk about, <laughs> are we going to talk about sledging or something? Uh, sledging. From mullets to sledging. Yeah, from, well, Mitchell Stark, uh, Cutty Stark, as nice. I like to call him. It's very good. Well, he was uh, he was sensational with the ball and with his mouth something else. And I think that it makes people uncomfortable because no one likes him because they mm. thrash us. And when Aussies start thrashing and rubbing it in, we just get worse. But it wasn't violent. It wasn't racist. It wasn't sexist. It was Actually, just really clear. Let's be honest. It's a really good sledge. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it wasn't abusive or anything. It was just... It was just painful for the for the person who was on the receiving end. Right on point. Bang on. Last game of your test career. It's okay. Melbourne's lovely on Boxing Day when you're not playing. Ow, 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 ow. Sorry. Uh, well, we, we just got well and truly thumped. Yeah, so there you go. Darcy came in to give Tim some kind of post-op rehab, which I don't think he really asked for there. Uh, but, you know, nothing's more fun than hearing one guy torturing another guy on air. Uh, yeah, so as I say, uh, Tim was there because Andrew wasn't, because he was there, because Heather wasn't. See what I mean? Anyway, uh, ice cream does make us happy. The Advertising Standards Authority, wrong, wrong, wrongity, wrong, wrong. So it's okay now to say that ice cream makes you happy? Well, in the context of this particular advertisement, which showed single serves of, I guess, two or three ice creams outside a dairy, the board said in this instance, uh, it's okay. But it is an area that we are seeing more complaints in. So, there, you know, standards shift over time. Um, 20 okay, years okay. ago, Let's people were upset okay. about language, and, yeah. and now they are often focused on, uh, we see more complaints in the treat food area. Well, let's, uh, let's look at the portion size then. Okay, so that, that was a single serve portion. So, yeah, that ice cream, fine for your health, and or relatively fine for the health, unless you have 10 of them, but you're not going to have one. Yeah, and it's it an is occasional food. And it yeah. is certainly, as we all know, using our common sense, going to make you happy. But if you had an ad which had a kid with one big spoon in front of a two-litre tub uh, and it had ice cream makes you happy, you might actually say that's not allowed because it looks like the kid's going to eat the tub. Is that right? That's exactly right. Okay. Um, Case-by-case issue. Look, I think advertisers are, you know, they're pretty conscious. They understand the rules. It's industry-supported. This is an industry process. And we have uh, a number of codes. Well, here's the thing, Hillary. You got it wrong first time. You know, and, and this is a very difficult, you know, a very subjective and also a mor- moralistic decision that each um, a board has to make. You got it wrong first time, you know. So we have a nine-member uh, nine complaints board. It was a split decision, Andrew, so it wasn't a unanimous decision. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Because some people like ice cream and some people don't. Some people have a sweet tooth and some people would rather have a cheese board. Do you think that's what influenced that decision?
you think some people need to get alive? Uh, Marcus apparently has one, which is why he had to leave early last night, but it didn't stop him doing the end of the show, sort of. This is... I mean, often Marcus is not your usual radio that you're used to listening to, but he really took it to another level last night. Hey, seven away from seven away from twelve o'clock. I'll be back tomorrow. I've got to do something slightly surprising now, um, and I'm not quite sure how to do this. But what I've got to do is I've got to finish the show remotely. Is that you? Is that you, Marcus? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I've dialed in on my cell phone because I've misread the bus timetable. And I'm going to have to head off now, but I'll explain to you what's going to happen as I go, because if I'm not down the road, I'll miss the bus, and the next bus is not till five in the morning. So um... So what actually happened is that I am up with a family, and then what I've done, I misread the bus timetable. It said there were buses every 30 minutes after midnight, but then when I got to work, I realised... That in fact, um, that wasn't quite the case, and that the bus goes at midnight. So I'm having to run out now. So I've got to get down at Victoria Park by two minutes to midnight. I'm just going down the stairs now. So I'm going to have to finish. Yep. So I'm just going to finish the show. Oh God, where am I? So I'm going to finish by doing this, and um, I'm going to head out the doors. And otherwise, I'm going to forget no what she's going about because we're up there with the holidays, and I'm at the park and ride. So I'm out on the street now. Jeepers. Um I'm slightly panicked because it was sort of my own fault that I had misread the bus timetable because I was so excited about going until three o'clock in the morning. I thought it really was a city coming of age, and now I'm trying to sprint down to Victoria Park to try and get the bus. So I'll just talk it to the end, and when the music starts, that will be, gee, she's windy outside. Oh. Um, so when the, what time is it now? I can see on the clock, 23.55. I think I'm going to make it with the bus lane bus all the way. Yeah, there's buses everywhere. The bus all the way to Albany, where I've got the car parked. Then tomorrow night, I'll have to drive the borrowed car all the way into work. They, they went on for a bit longer. I'm not quite sure why it sounded like he was being chased by a stalker. It was it was like he was being held hostage at gunpoint and he didn't want to let on. So I hope that wasn't the case, that somebody had broken into the studio and then forced him. I'm not quite sure what happened there. Interesting. Can't wait to hear what happens tonight. I'm Glenn ZB. That has been News Talk ZB. Great one too. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see you back uh, here tomorrow with the update.